Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, Crazy Women Country friends. I'm Donna. I'm Paula, and today we have Kimberly Kelly with us. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are y'all? I love the accent, I have to say. I could sit here oh. and listen to you talk all day. I love, I love it. it. I love your accent as well. Sometimes <laughs> I worry if I've lost it, you know, because I live up in Tennessee, but some little, some kid, I went to Louisiana over the weekend to get the puppy. Um, do y'all, have y'all heard of Chansey Neal? She's an artist. She's a good friend of mine. You should check her out if you haven't. Um, okay. And she played a show and we went to it. And one of her little cousin that was there, um, I said something and he goes, right. And I, I said, oh, I, my accent. Are you laughing at it? And he just kind of grinned and laughed. And I said, it's okay. Cause sometimes I worry if I live in Tennessee for so long, I would lose it. But he was like, nope, you still got it. <laughs> So what area of Texas are you from? I am from Lorena, which is 15 minutes south of Waco. So right in the heart central of Texas. Perfect. That means nothing to me. So I'll have to look at the map now. That's beautiful. If you, um, well, there's a couple of reasons why people would know of Waco. Um, The most recent would be Magnolia Mm -hmm. and, uh, Chip and Joanna on HGTV. Um, they flipped houses. They had a show called Fixer Upper. And uh, they've kind of re- revitalized the the town. They've okay. given it a fresh look. They're flipping houses. The farmhouse decor. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. A, a price. A beautiful, beautiful <laughs> I, we'll be in Austin this year. So maybe we'll have a chance to drive down, check it out, but yeah, you should. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. You should. So Absolutely. tell all our crazy women country fans, who is Kimberly Kelly? Okay. Kimberly Kelly is a country artist that um, represents the working woman, I think, because I just, I came from a small town uh, just outside of Waco in Texas. My mom was, she worked at the school. My dad was a mechanic. Um, Before that, my mom was a hairdresser. Um, You know, just the, they would just work all week and then hang out on the weekends, whether it be at a dance hall or just the little dive bars around town. Um, is that loud out there? Do you hear that construction or are you good? I heard a little bit, but not much. Okay. Just checking. Um, (laughs) and you know, their friends would come over. My dad's friends would hang out in the garage and I just feel like myself as a person, I still work as a speech therapist, um, but the whole time I've maintained my music career, 
I didn't know how people used to say you can't have a plan B. And I always thought, well, I want to be able to take care of myself. And if I can't take care of myself, I'm not going to free up my mind when I need to be creative because I'll be worried about taking care of myself. And so I feel like I've just somehow balanced it, it up to this point. And I'm reaching a point where I'm fortunately going to get to put the day job to the side, but I still feel like as an artist, I just, I embody that it's um, in those. So I, I mean, I know it's, it might sound cliche, but it's like, it's songs that are just that normal people listen to, because I feel like I'm still just a very normal person. You know, I mean, it's songs that um, you can sing along to in the car. I'm not, a rangy vocalist. Uh, they're pretty simple stories. They're um, sometimes it's about love, sometimes it's about cheating, just the stuff I grew up listening to. But it's mm. I feel like it's the average working nine to fivers. And you don't have to be nine to five. It's just the people who are multitasking. That's me. I'm a multitasker. I love it. I must admit, when I first heard it. Um, or started listening to your music. It felt like home. It did. felt like the country music I fell in love with, you know, sort of back in the 80s and stuff with Reba. Yeah. And, and I was like, you know, this is, this is what it's all about. I mean, yeah. I love the new stuff, but that really took me back to, you know, when I first yeah. heard Reba, you know, when you first discovered country music. So. And I don't I think it. that it's, it's not, I just wanted I just feel like I make music that I want to hear mm. and, and that's it. And so it, it does resonate people. And what you got out of it is exactly what I love to get out of the type of country music that I listen to. It just, mm. it's like, I don't want to think about it too much necessarily. You know, it's like, you just, it's just, it's like everyday stuff. And it's, it's just yeah. good. It was Not it's easy going, but you can still, Yes. Yeah, it's, it's easy going, but you still get the story and you still get the feel for it and the emotion, but it's not yeah. as intense as... It's intertwined some, with you your know, life. Some songs can be. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I love it. That's how I feel. I love that you got that out of it. I just loved all of it, because the first time I heard your voice, I was like, oh, I'm like, that's so... Like, it was just perfect. It was like, this just reminds me of everything we've ever heard on the radio prior to, like, this new pop Thank you. Culture. And I was like, oh, that- nice breath of fresh air so to speak and that means a lot like I said I'm not I know what my strengths are my strengths are um and not that um I know I can sing but it's like I don't sing like Carrie Underwood you know what I mean it's it's she is amazing and that's her thing but it's like I I think I shine um entertaining and just you know letting the song speak for itself um so, but that means a lot that you do like my voice. <laughs> I used to describe to people like, I didn't really know if I sounded good, but when I sang, my dad's a mechanic and I was like, it just feels like all the gears line up just right in my being when I'm singing. So then if it sounds good, that's great. <laughs> it's always a plus, huh? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I do know when I'm sounding not good I will say one thing. I really <laughs> like that you mentioned that you had the plan B to fall back on. And, you know, I think that's one thing that I like I could relate to in that in general, just 
I think most people think that way, but there are those that, like you were saying, it's, it's option A and there's no plan B and go for broke. And I'm like, I don't know. There's some things you can do that with. I, I like food. I like shelter, you know, clothes. We were talking about this with someone else. So, you know, like those little things, you know, they're important. Like, you know, yeah. it doesn't have to be a huge house. Just, you know. I'm not wired like that. Some people are, I am not. Um, mm-hmm. But it used, I used to worry cause I'm a worrier. I, I try to be better about it, but I think I'm just wired like that. I, used to think, oh, people won't think I want to do music as much if they know I've gone to college or, but it's like, no. (laughs) So, yeah. Maybe it's the plan for after the career, you know, maybe later in life you want to do something different. So, you know. Yeah. Well, and I like it because I can always, you know, it's, and I, I went into a career where I could, as a speech therapist, that's somebody who at a school, you work with students who you know, maybe can or can't say certain sounds correctly, or they may have a language impairment. They may have autism. Mm -hmm. Um, It's communication. And then at a nursing home or a hospital, you may work with stroke patients who are having Mm -hmm. swallowing difficulties or they're having to learn to speak again. So it's, there's a lot of things that you can do within it. So it, it's been a nice career because you don't really get bored with it because you can kind of do different things with it. And, and I've thought, you know, if I have to quit um, from signing this deal, it'll be a minute just because the way that the climate is right now, you know, nobody's really touring. And um, so I won't be quitting immediately, but I've started to think about if I'll miss my kids, you know, the kids that I see because they're Mm -hmm. so entertaining. And I think it's kept me, young hearted like the other day we were walking uh, I have a portable building that I teach in mm-hmm. and we were walking from the actual school to the portable and it started sprinkling and one kid goes I'm allergic to rain and I was like no. <laughs> I was like you do know that means that you would be allergic to all water right <laughs> they're just so funny they just oh, I don't they know come out with the best things. it's that cute innocence about them that you just yeah it's great. Yeah. They just, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's perfect. You have to laugh. So now I'm, I'm going to ask, I saw there was a, you put a little post up the other day on your Instagram and I saw there's potentially some new music coming. Yes. Um, I had a, what's called an A&R meeting last Friday, um, which is stands for artist and repertoire, real fancy, uh, fancy word. They, they match, um, usually at a label, it's, there would be an A&R representative and publishers pitch songs to them. Y'all may know this. Um, and so we've been gathering some songs. I've written some songs and we just kind of met with the team and on the whiteboard wrote out the things that we all kind of liked and just kind of how like things fit together. And if so, um, yeah, I'll, I have to turn in my record. July 1st. So I'm about to start recording probably in May. Um, cause I think we need one more song. Um, and so we'll circle back around to see if I can write it or find it. And then it'll come out, I believe January or February of 2022. But in that meeting, we had some other random ideas pop up that were exciting. We we're like, Hey, Maybe we should do this, this, and this, and trinkle that out in the meantime. 
Um, so I, I think I'm actually going to get to do something very fun that'll start coming out maybe in the, like a single song at a time, um, maybe this summer, kind of leading up to it. Wonderful. So, yes. Definitely yes. looking forward we'll to keep it. Yes. Um, and we, this deal that I'm signing, we've been working on it. My last EP, the Don't Blame It On Me EP, is what actually caught the attention of a man named David Macias, who owns and runs a company called 30 Tigers. Um, they've, they've had like Sturgill Simpson and Tyler Childers and Coulter Wall and just all kinds of people. And he's, he set me up with someone else. So it's kind of a pairing. Um, and so it's, it's really neat because I'll get to touch a little bit in that realm and then also a little bit in the commercial country realm. It's, it's perfect for me. Um, and so it's, I think I'll get to do maybe some cool things that maybe I wouldn't, but he heard that EP and he's been trying to make something. He's had a couple things and finally it all lined up now. So it's that, that EP came out in 2018, 1921. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's been two and a half years. So it's when I made that EP, I honestly didn't know if I was going to make another one. I was like, this is it. I've worked so long. This is my last ditch effort. Um, this is, you know, I need a team behind. I mean, I, I raised money for that one. I do have a team of people, but working and getting married and maybe possibly considering having children. I was like, how much longer can I do this? If I don't, you know, and just not being able to only do that. And so I feel like, it was meant to be for me to keep going because what I needed landed, even though I didn't know I needed it necessarily. Maybe it's not like I needed that. And that's the thing. So here I am. If somebody wants that, people are here. And the only expectation I have is I get to make another record. And the other one is I want to play the Opry. So I do have two expectations, but Mm -hmm. I'm making another record with country music. Like I want to, and I get to play the Opry. So that's awesome. Yes. Awesome. awesome. And you're all invited. <laughs> okay. We'll try to be there. <laughs> okay. For sure. So, so obviously I know you mentioned some people earlier, but who are some of the women that have inspired you um, to kind of do music in general? So who are I some- love Patty Loveless, uh, Reba McIntyre, Dolly Parton. Um, you know, Okay. I didn't know that people wrote their own songs, to be honest, until um, Mariah Carey and then Shania Twain in the 90s. I was reading the liner notes and I would started to notice. And I remember it was just, and honestly, I think even at the time, not in me just reading the Shania Twain lyrics, is I think it was a big deal for her to... Um, write all of those songs you know she was kind of one of the only ones and then I went through a phase of thinking uh well if you I'm from Texas so let me preface this in Texas I feel like you start playing all these bars and stuff and you got to write your own songs like you're going to play some covers but people want to hear you write some songs so you got to write your songs so that thrust me into writing but 
when I was younger, um, I'm getting off topic. Anyways, I might get back to that in a little bit. Uh, Shania Twain, Mariah Carey, Reba, Dolly, Patty Loveless, the Judds. I mean, you name it. And Tranklin, Pam Tillis, Lori Morgan, all of them. So if you want me to talk about songwriting later, I will. <laughs> but I must admit, well, I... I... I, I was a bit that way. I, you know, I love the music, but I didn't really know where the songs came from or anything like that. Um, and I remember reading, I think it was one of Reba's. And of course, back then, she didn't really write much for stock. And I was absolutely devastated. I'm like, what? I wanted, I was about to say that, but I was like, pull back. Because then I went through a phase of thinking, well, they're cheating. They're not right. I thought everybody needed to write their songs. I was like, well, that person's just a singer. I mean, people that I loved. And then obviously, I, it was just, well, the curtain had been pulled back. I was like, oh my gosh, there's people who make a living as just songwriters. And then I was like, so now I'm back to just may the best song win. Because <laughs> the songs, it needs to be about the songs. Like there are people who are born to, and I'm talking about the span of my whole entire life. I'm not talking about like last year I had all these epiphanies. Um, and my husband is a songwriter. So sometimes it's just, you know, we've got to sacrifice mm -hmm. what, you know, maybe having a piece of it all, just make a good record. If you can write mm -hmm. it, write it. But if, if yeah. something else beats that, let that thing come on over because mm -hmm. people you know, it, they don't care as much as you think, the mm -hmm. fan. You know what I mean? You and I maybe only cared for a minute because we were really diving in, reading the liner notes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I mean, because are we going to say that? And just in doing research on, say, Dolly Parton, she didn't write her first biggest hit, mm -hmm. Dumb Blonde, you know? So it's, and I just assumed that Dolly Parton wrote everything. And she, now she wrote the ones that were everyone knows. Mm -hmm. um, Jolene, I will always love you. But um, she wrote Two Doors Down. There's another one. Here You Come Again. Mm -hmm. She didn't write that one. You know, so mm -hmm. it's like you would think, but it's like, mm -hmm. that's how you know she's a great artist. Because it's like, she's, she's like, I can write, but that's a good song. I'm going to cut it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> So and she managed to take that song, make it her own, and make everybody believe that she could. One hundred percent. If you sell it, if it means something to you, if when you hear it, it says something, it it strikes a chord in you like you would just as a listener, then you need to cut it as a singer because mm. that's you're just the messenger. Yeah. yeah, I think you make a great point on that. I like. It, not just Dolly, but um, I was listening to Luke Layard, one of his that he did for Miranda. And when you heard the original, I'm like, from the original to what Miranda cut, I'm like, two different songs. I'm like, holy cow, those were good, though. But that was just it was just such an inspiring thing to see that because I'm, I'm that type that I like to see the songwriter side being someone that yeah. has lyrics that, you know, so I, I like that area. But obviously, I like to see what comes out of it, who who's what their interpretation mm -hmm. is at the end and, and, and how yeah. they can and sell it to everyone. And Miranda's another one, you know, she, she's written the majority of her stuff, but then 
some other stuff she hasn't written. Like she didn't write the house that built me. Um, so it's, I think you just got to let the songs speak for themselves. Yeah. And as you said, it's a sign of a good artist if they can sing it in a way that, you know, you believe that they wrote it themselves. You know, that's yeah. a, a sign of, you know. Absolutely. Amazing. So, yeah. So are we ready for the exciting part? Yes. Oh, I'm nervous. No, no, don't get nervous. <laughs> are, are we playing a game? We are playing a game. It's uh, quick fire questions. Yes. Okay, I'm nervous. <laughs> no, no, this is the part where it's just about fans getting to know you. As okay. You're off the desk. Uh, so yeah, it's just some fun random questions. Okay. Yeah. I'm ready. Okay. Nothing too dodgy. They're all just yeah. fun, you know. The, the most difficult we might ask is uh, explain the meaning of E equals MC squared. But, you know, that's okay. You don't have to do that if you don't I was like, I, keep, uh, I was about to say, are you going to ask me math questions? Because <laughs> I'm allergic to rain. Okay? That's my answer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Early bird or night owl? Yeah, it depends on the day. Because... You know, when I have to get up, I get up. Um, but then I'll be doing something around the house till midnight. I would say early bird, because probably a night owl is like three or four in the morning. And I can't hang. Although I might be hanging because we're about to get a water burger down the street. So I will be hanging. My sister, do y'all know my sister? Her name's Kristen Kelly. She's a country singer also. She is a night owl. Her and my mom will FaceTime at like three or four in the morning. <laughs> I am not the night owl. <laughs> both of you on for an interview sometime. Yes, you yeah. should. You should. We get you both on together, and that would be quite funny. Oh yeah, we could. Yeah, we could do one of those TikTok pillow things. Like you ask a question, and we just hit each other. You pass it around. <laughs> yeah. Um, beach or countryside? Countryside. Favorite season. I think I like spring. Perfect. It's just favorite holiday. Uh, no, go on. Sorry. Well, I'm just, I don't know. I used sometimes I think fall, but I like a lot of the things that go on in the fall. Like it's just cozy and eventful. But I think I like spring because everything just the air smells different and it's like cool. Start to be cool and things are blooming. Spring. Yes. Your biggest fear. I don't like spiders. <laughs> or large cockroaches. Or heights. Not real good at heights. Spiders. And when I say cockroaches, I mean like the American ones that are like this big. Like like the palmetto yeah. bugs. Those big, yeah. Can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah, we had a brown right. recluse problem at my old house. I mean... Mm. I mean, now I'm kind of could tell you all about them, but <laughs> things that I can't see: spiders, large roaches, and heights. And heights. Okay. <laughs> Favorite holiday? Um, I don't know. Maybe Christmas, just because. Um, or maybe it's either. Yeah, probably Christmas. I just like being back home with my family. My dad has a very large side of his family. 
and it's just hilarious. Um, my, unfortunately, my dad, uh, I still call her my stepmom, but he was married to my stepmom for 16, 17 years and they se separated, but they're still together all the time. She did this really cool thing. She even had a lottery Christmas tree. So, um, that's great. Right. So my dad and my stepmom would go buy a bunch of lottery tickets, you know, $1, $2, uh, $5, $10, and then some twenties. And my dad made a tree and each of the adults would grab a, a little token with a number on it. And then we would all go grab the four, five or six numbers that we had. And we just sit there and scratch for like 20 minutes. And it was just so fun while the kids would play. And then my grandma's house, which I think just being around family, but I might would say Thanksgiving is a close second because I love being around them at Thanksgiving and then knowing that there's one more coming like, three or four mm -hmm. weeks later so sounds good favorite drink uh right now matcha green tea latte from starbucks i'm really embarrassed otherwise dr pepper alcoholic beverage i'm giving you more info than you need uh i like michelob gold and jack and ginger my husband used to work at starbucks and he wanted me to i don't like coffee i don't really drink it no um, and he wanted a coffee partner. And so he started teaching me all these other drinks that you could get at Starbucks. And now I go get the matcha green tea latte all the time. <laughs> I'm like, you started this. So. <laughs> it's your fault. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could say my favorite drink was water because I need to drink more of it. I think we're all in that same boat sometimes. I'm... <laughs> terrible i'm terrible the summer's fine the summer's fine because it gives out easy but winter it's like oh it's too cold it's just <laughs> drinking water you drink it in the summer and oh. summer's easy because it's so hot out here so drinking water is just easy but in the winter it's, it you know water's cold and i like my tea so <laughs> how hot does it get there um it depends but most of the summer it's 30s and above 30s, 30, okay, are y'all on the uh, Celsius? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm smarter than a fifth grader. See that? <laughs> I, I knew the table, the conversion, but I don't know what that is in uh, Fahrenheit, but I knew you were on the other one. <laughs> but we could Google it. <laughs> what is? I think it's like the 90s. I, I want to guess. Okay. Yeah. I think in the 90s. Yeah. yeah. We have hit the 40s, which was just way too hot, but yeah, most days it's just... Gorgeous, so yeah, it's good. Okay, better than England because England's full of rain. <laughs> <laughs> left, left I'm or right handed? I'm right handed, <laughs> but I do a left handed. Uh, favorite animal? Uh, dogs, of course. Aww. Of course, dogs are the best animals ever. I know. <laughs> favorite color? Blue. If you could talk to anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and what would you want to talk about? Abraham Lincoln. Um, I have a strange fascination with Abraham Lincoln. He's just so stoic and I just would just want to, and you read this stories about him and he also seemed very funny, like a dry sense of humor. I think I'd just, I think it'd be neat to, you know, tell him or to have him see how where everything is these days and then 
just talk about that with him. Like, talk about what it was like back then. And I don't know. I just, I have a strange fascination with Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) That's great. I actually like that one. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's one of your hobbies. Um, probably I love to organize. I don't know if that's a hobby. Uh, that might be an obsession. I would say (laughs) I've taught my older dog a lot of tricks. And then with this new puppy, I just signed up for, we're going to start agility training. And when she's 10 weeks old, because I have border collies and Mm -hmm. I wish, and I'm going to talk to the lady in charge. I'm looking back over here because the older one's like passed out. Um, I hate talking about her like that. She's the older one. I, this pu- new puppy thing is still new, and I've had the old one since she was a pup, so I feel like I'm being a traitor. Um, I think it'd be fun to really learn how to – I want the younger one to run agility courses. And I think mm-hmm. it would be fun on the weekends every now and then if Brett and I – took her to competitions and not, I'm not trying to be best in show on TV, but more just to give the dog something. Yeah. I think it would be so neat to train because I trained Jesse with a bunch of tricks. Mm-hmm. And she's so smart, but then to have a pro, I was just younger when I got her and I just didn't think about, I was still, it was my first border calling. I was learning about it, but um, so I would actually say that's probably something that I I didn't realize that is a hobby that is like itching to be fed because mm-hmm. it's for me honestly working full-time as a speech therapist when I'm not doing speech therapy I'm doing my music stuff so mm-hmm. that has been my hobby but not my hobby if you know what I mean <laughs> it's like I don't other things outside of it I think they call you them know. side gigs or hustles now. So, yeah, it's <laughs> it's 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 not a hobby because it's been my hobby, but it's been a lucrative hobby and mm-hmm. something that I've been trying to make full time. So, but I think my hobby is about to be dog agility training. <laughs> and you'll get to you'll see her now. You'll be, you've seen her as a pup, and then. As I'm talking in my dog voice. And then as this goes on, you'll be like, there's Reba. She won a blue ribbon or something, you know? <laughs> we are going to put that on our Instagram, I swear. We will. Yeah, you should. You'll be like, you Look. TikTok video. I, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you our TikTok. You could uh, take it over anytime you want. You know, you can do dog videos, whatever. Dog tricks. I'll do some dog tricks. I've, I've been meaning to do that on mine. Do a trick of Jesse's, like, once a week, but I'm busy. I'm in work. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a musical, what musical would you be? You know, Grease. <laughs> Does that count? That counts. <laughs> Grease. Grease rock. Yeah, because yeah, we watched that the other day. I watched that and Dirty Dancing repetitive as a child, but Grease. Cause I, I don't, I haven't seen a whole ton of musicals. I don't think, but I've never been to Broadway. That's a good pick. Didn't Reba do one? Uh, Annie Get Your Gun or something? Yes, Annie. Get yeah, your Reba gun. did Annie Get Your Gun on Broadway. Yeah, I'd probably be that one. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if you were a mythical creature, what creature would you be? Like a fairy or something? Yeah, that. Um, I'd probably be a frog. a frog. Is that mythical? There, that's not mythical. Mythical. Unicorn. Maybe the dog Falcor in, in the never-ending story. That's, great. that's what I would be. I love it. <laughs> that is so cool. I was talking, now you mentioned that I talked with a friend of mine recently. I'm like, where do I find a copy of this? They're like, Netflix. I'm like, really? Is it on Netflix? That's what she's told me. So I'm like, I haven't checked it out. But I'm like. Good. Yeah, can't you just imagine just flying through, just chilling like a big old my, dog? My little white dog, Bilbo, when he has a haircut, looks like him. Yeah. He's a bit fluffy at the moment. He's also awesome. Love it. When he has a haircut, it looks like him. It's really cool. If you were a Disney character, what character would you be? Uh, the old lady teacup in Beauty and the Beast. Aww. Who's kind of like, you know, like. That w- old lady with all the wisdom who's like messing with people though at the same time. <laughs> that is so cool. I love that. What's one of your favorite snacks? Uh, right now, I my husband called me the snack master when we first met. Um, I've been eating a lot of wheat thins and cottage cheese, but the ultimate snack, if you're not if you don't know about it, is popcorn, and then we put peanut M&Ms in it. Because if you get it right out of, you're welcome. Sorry, your eyes light up. Right after it gets out of the microwave, it's hot, mm-hmm. you know, and then you put the peanut M&Ms in, and some of them sink, and it melts the chocolate on the end. You, they just get kind of softer, but then you get the mm-hmm. salt still with the peanut. Real good. So if there is a song recommendation, like one song you've been listening to that you would say you have to listen to, to everyone, what song would that be? I really liked um, Ingrid Andrus's, um Why Am I Drawing a Blank? Um, Breaking More Hearts Than Mine. Mm. Such a good song. I mean, what do you say about that? Just It just made the hair on my legs stand up. It's, <laughs> it's just a real good song. I mean... Yeah. That's exactly what happened. So <laughs> they wrote it perfectly and the music matched it. And if, if people hadn't heard it, they should go back and listen to it. So. Perfect. Cool. 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 Okay. This is your final question. Okay. okay. Who is your favorite CWC host? Oh no. <laughs> Both of you. <laughs> Is that the right answer? Okay. It's normally the cat. The cat's had more yeah. votes than us two. You know, so. Oh, really? He's been getting a lot of votes, yeah. yes. The kitty. Yes. She comes on. Or, or I could say, cats. Mom told me not to pick favorites. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not allowed to pick favorites. That's so cool. Yeah. So, tell all our fans what has what's in store for 2021. Well, I'm gonna have 
probably four songs come out. Um, uh, I think you'll be surprised. Um, I will start, I turn in my record in July, and then we'll kind of start gearing up for the release early 2022. So I'll start um, doing more, being more, more active on my socials. Um, I try to do the best I can now. I just, I'm working and I'll have ideas and then I get home from work and I don't always, um, but it is me. So when people are talking to me, it's me that answers. If I'm slow to respond, it's cause I'm, I was working, you know, and, um, but it's, I'll have, um, I'll have a few meetings with some people I think that will help me lay some things out and we may get a bunch of things done at once. So then it can come out as mm -hmm. um, just kind of gearing up for the project coming out. Perfect. You get some new music. Sounds good. We're looking forward to this now. Yes. <laughs> oh, if you haven't, now, this is like looking at old prom pictures, but if you, if anyone listening liked any of my first record, first and second, and I mean, to me, it's like, if you only listen to the last DP, don't blame it on me. I'm fine with that because the other stuff is so old, but I'm very proud of it. But, you know, you listen to it and you're like, I would have done that different maybe. Uh, it's probably going to go away. They'll, they'll probably make me have to take it down at some point uh, leading up to this other stuff and because it's not part of the deal. So if mm -hmm. people, if you want it, um, like if people still want physical copies, I actually have physical copies of the second album, Sweet Time Dreaming. I don't have physical copies of the first one, but download it on iTunes or whatever you want to do. Um I don't want people mad at me next year because they'll be like, where's that? And I'll be like, well, they took it. But if you call me, I'll hook you up. <laughs> so is there any other place other than iTunes? Like, do you have any on Amazon Music? Are they on there? Yes. Amazon, uh, Apple, iTunes, uh, all that good stuff. Okay. We'll make sure we go download all those now. Oh, I mean... Only if you're diehard, if you just want to keep spinning the stuff that you've been listening to, I'm okay with that too. That's terrible. I shouldn't knock on myself like that, but it really is like looking at senior prom pictures. So there's nothing wrong with that. You know, sometimes they're nice. They're fun. Yeah. Memories. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's, you know, it's, yeah, I'm very proud of it. It's where I was at the time. And you know, it's one thing when, as you said, you know, going back to the prom, if you will, when you grow, you grow as an artist too. And it's so cool. Like I remember watching Ashley McBride. Of know, course. 2017 and some of her original stuff that she was kind of just handing out to people. So that would play her. That was such a good, some of those were so good. And I'm like, and you can't, you can't find them anywhere, obviously, but it's like, right. One day I'll just keep my fingers down, but yeah. Yeah. And she, <laughs> I literally just thought about her a few seconds ago when I was saying this because I think she did an interview and she was like, I'm not going to knock on it too bad. Cause that's where I was at the time. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, I think sometimes as artists, we worry too much about making a first impression 
And so it's like the people who've grown with you, they know it. And it's like, as you go on, you're like, no, go listen to my best. And you think that the newest is your best. Whereas like, it's so subjective, you know, but um, yeah, but I will say that all that will go away at some point. Um, unless they forget, and then it may just hang around, and we'll be lucky. <laughs> <laughs> they might forget to take you down from somewhere. <laughs> I'm not gonna remind them. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Can we make bootleg copies for you and just put them down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I have two boxes in my in my shed right now. I mean, I I'll be selling them out of the trunk of my car. I'll be selling them at dog agility training uh, competitions on the weekends. They won't be there. Yeah. You're ready to get the hot CD out of your trunk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, well, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. Oh, no. Yes. I really appreciate it. Um, If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.